0: You get me and old, or as old as me and Bradley Boone, it's good to be anywhere. Say so, amen, right there. Yes, sir. So, it's a joy to be here. I appreciate Brother Bradley. and uh, Blessing he's been. I'm sitting there thinking. He ain't changed a bit, and he never will change. Amen. Uh, he just like a like he's always been, he's just a worm and hot ashes, amen, yeah. moving, bearing forth. But I like this, you ever notice this before? It says amen. Yeah. Oh, he don't say amen, get him on throw it at him. Say yeah. amen right there. <laughs> there you go. I appreciate him, I appreciate the privilege of being here. Bradley's been one of my young preachers for several years now. And I do appreciate him and his family and uh, Sister Rachel. Uh, is everybody uh, going to get a reward, a crown, when they get to heaven? It'll be her putting up with him. Say amen right there. So, yeah, there you go. Say amen. All righty. Exodus chapter number 21. Just got a, a thought this morning on my heart that the Lord's give for this service and. Uh, I appreciate the young people in Bible school, and uh, what a blessing that was to be here and see them and enjoy that. Familiar scripture, Exodus chapter number 21, the Bible says in verse number one, I'll not have you stand, I want to point out a few things as I go along, so if you want to stand, you can probably stand for about 10 minutes, amen, go ahead and stand, amen. <laughs> You better listen to your pastor. You better sit down. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Now, these are the judgments which thy shall set before them. And just last Sunday morning, Sunday night, finished a series that I preached for several weeks, numerous weeks, out of chapter number 20, the Ten Commandments. I entitle my series, Sin. So I'll not deal with that, but I notice this portion of Scripture here in the next chapter. Begin to read and meditate upon it. Now, look at verse number two and look as, of course, God begins to speak to through His servant here as He writes this and how personable God does this how repetition God is, verse 2. If, boy, that sure is a little word, but man, it has a big meaning. Matter of fact, God in these six verses, He mentions it at least five different times. The little word, if, Now, he's speaking to the master here. He says, if thy, by a individual Hebrew servant. The things that God specifies about this servant. Six years he shall serve. A servant shall serve. And in the seventh, he shall go out free for nothing. Isn't that pretty good? (laughs) You know what your salvation costs you? Nothing. But it costs God's darling son, his life. Now, here's number two. If he came in by himself. If he came in, if he shall go out by himself. Then the third if. If he were married, then his wife shall go out with him. Verse 4, if his master hath given him a wife, that's after he bought him, he is there during these six years, if he has the master given him a wife, and she hath borne him sons or daughters, the wife and her children shall be her masters and he shall go out by himself. Lest I forget it, the emphasis God is placing in these six verses is upon this slave. He's referred to as himself. Now, may I say that you and I as individuals, someday we will give an account to our master by ourselves or himself. Each one of us, 2 Corinthians 5, we're all going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ to give an account that is to save for the deeds done in the body, whether it be good or bad. Ourselves. The Bible says himself. He is to go out free by himself. Then look at verse number five. And if, there it is again, the servant shall plainly say, I like that. I like just language and vocabulary that's very easily understood. Plainly. Plainly say. Listen to this next phrase. This is what I want to try to focus on, preach on for a while today. I love my master. Did you hear what the servant said? He's already been serving for six years. He has the privilege, the opportunity to leave, to go out. He says, I believe I'll just stay around here and serve. Got it pretty good here. No need to leave in nowhere else. He said, I love my Master, do, do you love the Lord this morning? <laughs> not, not only, and he takes his father, that wife that uh, he either brought in with him or acquired, married while he's there in these six years. He said, I love my wife. Yeah. Not only do I love my wife, he said, I love my children. He says boldly, "I will not go out free." He says, "I just don't want to. I'm not going to. I'll just stay here." Then the process is found in verse number six. What a wonderful message! Somebody, some of you fellows ought to preach this verse here. Sometimes I've preached it numerous times. Verse number 6 it says that uh, then his master shall bring him unto the judges and he also shall bring him to the door or unto the doorpost, post and his master shall bore his ear through with an all and he shall serve him forever I've preached that message numerous times on the all A-W-L of love the all of love I'd not be smart by saying this but as just by passing I believe the only holes that are to be in your ears is in the ears of women, females. Say man, right there. it would be all right. i say. If you don't know what a knob is, me being raised on the farm, it's a little thing got a knob on it about that big, and it's real sharp, and it's real pointy. Thought about it again this morning sitting there on the porch. When I was an old boy, when something happened to the harness or the mules or the horses or whatever I knew uh, had to repair and make a, a new hole or whatever, I'd go to the toolbox and get that all out and bore a hole then take it and brad it back together. May I say, thank God for the all of love. It wasn't that I loved God, but God loved me. Came searching and looking for me. Thank God what a Savior. What a master we served this morning. It wasn't that I chose him, hallelujah, but thank God he came and he chose me. Well, I'm interested again there in verse number five where he says, I love my master. I want to preach right quick this morning on some reasons that I love my master. Some reasons I love my master. If you look there at your Bible, look back down, the word master is used five different times. Five, of course, is the number for grace. God's amazing grace. And he refers to his master four times and he calls him masters in verse number four. Referring to the master that owns him. If you look back down in verse number two, verse number five, you see... The word servant. In verse number two, and then verse number five, you see the word serve. What a slave is to do, and what a slave did was he serve his master. He labored for his master. He did exactly what the master said for him to do. He didn't wake up one morning and decide that I don't feel good. I think I'll just take the day off. No, sir. When it came getting up time, he got up. And by the way, he went and he did exactly what the master said for him to do. Boy, I wish some folks would get a hold of that today. I mean, God simply saved us and wrote our name in heaven, provides for us. All we need to do is just simply serve him. Everything that he does, it is for and because of his master. Everything he has is because of his master, serving the master. Well, look at the decision that he made in verse number five. He's been bought, purchased, paid for. He does not belong to. Himself, He's the property of the master. First Corinthians 6, 19, 20 For we've been bought with a the price. Therefore, we're to glorify our Father. No man, the Bible says, can serve two masters He'll either love the one, despise the other. But he has fulfilled his term under the law six years. The seventh year comes around. He has a decision to make. He can go out free. Qualifications, if he came in with nothing, he's to leave with nothing. Don't have time to deal with all that. But the decision that he makes about the master is individually up to him. Nobody else. Nobody else can take you or make you or cause you to serve God. That's a decision you're going to have to make on your own. Nobody else. And so he comes to a decision, the uh, situation, the laws being read. But he says that. He plainly says, I love my master. I love my master. The decision. Have you ever made that decision? Have you ever made that decision about the Lord Jesus Christ? Allowing him to be master? Oh, yeah. see, see, there's more. Oh, when you get talking about master, it's just not that you walk up and say, master, master, No. It's that you serve Him completely, totally, all the years of your life. Once you're born into the family of God, He becomes your Lord and Master. Not everybody likes free rides, you know. <laughs> as long as it's not going to cost me anything, I'm going to get all the benefits out of it. You know, folks want to serve God. But Jesus said, if any man's going to come follow me, let him take up his cross, deny himself, and follow me. A decision that you're going to have to make for yourself. He didn't ask his wife. He didn't ask his children. He asked him individually. And this man came to a decision in his life. You say, what made him come to that conclusion? Well, I think he'd hung around about six years and, of course, sure he'd served. Sure he'd been tired. Sure he'd done things that he didn't want to do. But I think when he got thinking about things, he said, it's not been so bad. (laughs) It's not been so bad. I've had it pretty good. Uh, Amen. I came in with Nothing. But for these many years, at least six years, the master, my master, not just any master, he's been good to me. He's lost me. And now Talk just simply says, I believe I'll just hang around. I believe I'll just stay with my master. He's been pretty good to me. Yeah. And I look back, thank God for 55 years of my life, the only thing I can say, <laughs> he's been good to me. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I mean, he has blessed me. Did you say, How, how'd he bless you? Why, why do you love him? Well, I love him, number one, because he bought me. Yeah. Look back there, he says, if I buy a Hebrew, now, if you're looking at me as a 10-year-old boy, 9-year-old boy, you wouldn't have seen nothing. I mean, I'm just a little old scrawny, toe-headed boy down the road down here at Wyndham, North Carolina. Had on a little old pair of black loafers. That was my brother's. Matter of fact, had a hole in them, had cardboard in them. Thank God I've come a long way, baby. Look at there. Yes, sir. I had on a pair of pants and on Wednesday night I went to a revival meeting and I heard old Bill Rudd say, I was a sinner. I need to be saved. And if I didn't get saved, I was gonna die and go to hell. I didn't go that night. I'll tell you, your Holy Ghost conviction got a hold of me. Right. I didn't sleep about that night even till the next day had one thing, one thing, one thing only mine. That, that old message preacher said, if you'll come right down here, he'll save you. Yeah. Well, through the course of that evening and that night and the next day, I'd already made my decision. I was going back to church and I was going to get a new master. That's exactly what I did. I mean, I'd already, the only thing I knew, the only thing I knew, the only thing I, I knew was to believe what the preacher said. It'd help some of you if you believe what your preacher said. Say amen right there. I'll never forget, I don't have any idea what that preacher preached on on Thursday night. The only thing I can remember vaguely in my mind was the Murdoch sister saying, he preached, I was waiting, I'd hey, the decision had already been made. He had already said, thank God that he and him alone could save me from hell. Sound like a pretty good deal to me. I'd already had my mind made up, thank God. And listen, I wasn't being disrespectful, or disrespectful but when he said stand and the invitation was given, I didn't know what to say, but thank God I'd served the old taskmaster of sin long enough. And I headed out down through there and bowed down on my knees. I didn't know what to say. The only thing I knew, praise God, I needed a new master. Amen. I was sick and tired of my old master. Hallelujah. And I made the decision that I wanted a new master, a new Lord in my life, for my life. I bowed down. There's three other boys. They said came, got around there. One of them died here a couple of weeks ago, but I'll never forget as long as I live. I didn't know what to say. The only thing I knew, if I want him to be my master, I was going to have to come down there. Yeah. Amen. See, the Holy Ghost already nudged my heart, told me about the good things of God. There I was about damn. All thing I know to do, I was crying. I know that I was going to hell. Yeah. And There's an old lady from Plum Branch her name was Miss Carol. Boy, this has been years ago. She wore them long aprons. She was a big old tall woman. She had one of them little uh, shouting hankies. You know, most of you ain't never seen one of them there. And she come by, listen that little old hanky, and that that there, there, there's a them them other folks around there. And she said, Sonny, what'd you come? I looked up and I said, Through my tears, I need to get saved. Yeah. And you know what she said? Listen, listen. You know what? She said she wanted a preacher. But boy, I sure was a sinner. (laughs) And this is what she said. I'll never forget it. She tapped me on the head. I looked up. She said, Sonny, I think she's going to try to pray for me. I said, I need to get saved. You know what she said? She said, ask him. And he'll save you. (laughs) You know what I did? I asked him. You know what he did? He saved me. Saved me. Hallelujah. I didn't deserve that, but thank God he bought me. He paid for me. Thank God at Calvary. He redeemed me by his wonderful blood. Glory to God. The decision, the best decision I ever made in my life was when I got saved by the good grace of God. Decision. Yeah. Now, listen to me, lest I forget this. It's just not repeat after me in one, two, three. All this other junk. It's not just one day that I decided that I was going to get a new master and no, oh, no, no. I mean, oh, all in the providence of God and, the, and the, all the things of God. Well, it's already 5 to 12 and it's going to be done. Amen. I'm not. All this mess, you know. The Holy Ghost got to deal with your heart, and draw you and conviction. you. God's not God going to make you and force you and hold a double-barrel shotgun between your eye to make you get saved. Thank God you can have it or you, can, you don't want it. Amen. You'll die and go to hell. It's the goodness of God. We need to repentance. Oh, Yeah. But I made that decision. I made that decision, praise God. And it says, I love my master. And he's been good. I love my master. Why do I love him? Because he's provided everything for me. Blessings day after day. See, I don't have to worry about what I'm going to eat. I don't have to worry about what I'm going to do. I don't have to worry about what I'm going to wear. I don't have to worry about what I'm going to drive. Are you with me? You know why? Because he's my master. It all belongs to him. Thank God it's all free because of what? My master, my master, my master. My master. My, what a master. If you had all day, I'd preach all day. Amen. I love my, do you love him? Yes. I mean, you really love him? Is he really your master? Is he really your Lord? If he is, then the Bible says, if you love him, you'll keep his commandments. And his commandments. Now, this is getting big. He's had to warm my back a few times. But thank God through it all, he's been good. Ain't yours bad. Thank God that old slave master of the devil. See, I I can't stand here this morning by the grace of God and tell you I was involved in drugs and alcohol and all these things. God was merciful to me. He saved me when I was nine years old. Call me to preach. I started preaching when I was 10 years old. Thank God I ain't got no regrets. <laughs> it's been worth every mile of the trip. The only thing I have said say when I look back, God's been good. I mean, man, he's the best. Have I told you lately about my master? How good, how blessed I am. What a wonderful, wonderful master he is. So he made that decision. He did. I did. Now I know, don't you get all out of sorts or whatever. God never predestined anyone to go to hell. But he's God. He knows every all things. He knew who would and who won't. I'm glad I was one of them whosoever wills. Amen. God in. By the good grace of God. God knew that before the foundation of the earth. He saw something in me you've never seen in me. And by the way, He sees a whole lot more in you than some of us sees in you. But you know what the blessing is? He chose you anyhow. (laughs) He chose you anyhow. He could have went somewhere. I mean, that's God in His business. It's little old ready David. It's yet to be seen what God may do and can do and will do. And some of these little old youngins are running around here. Oh, yeah. Your prayer ought to be that God touches them and saves them at an early age, raises them up, thank God. Who knows who the, the next pastor of Concord Baptist Church may be sitting here today. Just because they make a decision they're gonna serve God. So he saved me. Verse two, he released me from bondage. He bought me, he redeemed me, He, he set me free, praise God. He 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 paid it was him. He paid the price, thank God. He did, he did. Thank God for me. So there's his decision, there's his devotion. That's his dedication for six years he served the master. He had a real, real desire, desire to serve the Lord. I believe he delighted in serving the Lord. All the blessings of blessings I received from him. That verse still up there, he says, if I buy a servant six years, he shall serve. In the seventh, he shall go out free. But let me just deal, develop just a little bit more here, and I'll be done, I promise. And if the servant shall plainly say, I love my master. Why I love my master is because Thank God he redeemed me. And then look on there. He said, I love my master. And he said, only no, I love my master. He said, but I love my wife and my children. Yeah. I'll not go out free. I love my master. But he also said, I love my wife and my children. Yeah. How long has it been since you just thanked God for the faith? He's given to you. How long's it been since you just thanked God for you for your wife and your youngins? And that's pretty good, ain't it? Amen. Yeah. I mean as long as he took care of me, he took care of my wife and my youngins. What a blessing. I'm just going to keep on serving him not only because of my faith that he's given me but also because of the, the family amen. God's given me. That's right. huh. What a blessing. If God didn't give you a wife then boy you're in trouble. Say amen right there. You Pretty well trouble anyhow if you married a wife. Amen. Say amen right there. And he said, I love my master because he's given me a, a wife. And I can say a lot about that. For all these many years, God's given me a wife. she has been faithful. Amen. That time to quit preaching. Amen. Heard the alarm go off. Amen. Not only I love my wife. There's been a few I've heard, one i heard lately. i liked like to have a little arm. Amen. Not only did I thank God for my, my wife, my spouse, He's provided for me, but also my kids. My daughter's at Kingsley. And this has been a few parents. Sometimes you love them so much, you, and then sometimes you'd like to kill them. Say amen right yeah. there. Amen. That's right. God's been good to us. I mean, God's really been good to us. I love my master. Look at the family. Oh, you ain't that just open your eyes and look around? Just look around. What God's done for you? Give you, give you a good family. All provided by the master. Love my master, love my wife, and love my children. He says, I ain't going nowhere. (laughs) I mean, I got a future here. (laughs) Not only my faith, not only my family, but thank God what about the future, the bright future? Oh, yeah. I will not go out free. I'm too close to home to quit now. God's been too good to me. Let me close by looking at verse number six there, the last part. And he shall serve him forever. Who? The servant.